to the Rooted Family Podcast, where we learn how to mindfully boost our brains for optimal health and learning. Join me, Erin Sadler, teacher, speaker, brain health coach, yoga instructor, founder of the Rooted Family, but most importantly, mom of three, as we talk about how we can bring peace, prosperity, and fun into homes, schools, and communities. We all want to raise families that thrive in the world, not just survive. And this podcast will help you do just that. Thanks for joining us. Let's get growing together. Hey, everybody. I'm so glad you're joining us today. If you're joining us on 103.5 The Sun, thank you for joining us on the radio. If you are joining us through iTunes or Podbean or Stitcher, or you just found us on the website, therootoffamily.com, thank you so much. I am very excited about our guest today. Thank you, Tara, for being here with us. It is such an honor and I'm so grateful that she's here because she is such an expert in the community and her passion you guys are going to hear about in just a sec but her passion is for helping moms and women and I love that so much I am going to make the intention with our meeting today to be a little bit vulnerable so I might share some things that maybe I haven't shared before on the podcast because I mean if I'm going to have an expert in the room I feel like we should kind of Maybe lay it all on the table. Yeah. I mean, we might as well, you know, get some things worked out while we're here, and hopefully that helps you as a listener. Today we're going to talk about things um, that overlap Tara and I, too. There's a lot of areas that she and I and our missions for what we're doing overlap with um, helping bring mindful awareness to people and we were just talking before the podcast, both of our jams are if you are somebody who's like, meditation does not work for me you might want to look us up because we will hook you up with figuring out a way that it does work for you because really um, we need this and we need to pass it along to our children. It is such a tool that we need in today's society to help maintain healthy brains and healthy mental states. Hey, everybody. Before I introduce you to our interview today and our amazing guest, I want to tell you about one of my previous students. We can call him Cole. Cole found the negative with just about everything. When someone brought in a birthday treat, his first response was, not my favorite. If I got if we got extra recess for the class, his response might be, why bother? The swing is already taken. Field trip? I hate riding the bus. I can't imagine what it was doing to his brain to be in a consistent negative mindset because it was bringing me down big time just being around it. Some might say, cheer up, Cole, don't be so negative. But if you don't know how to do that, you can't just make it happen. What Cole needed was an active practice of gratitude to find some positive in each situation. Maybe Cole sounds a little bit like your kiddo. Maybe you wish your child appreciated more of what he or she was doing instead of wishing for the latest and greatest toy, brand, shoes, vacation, house, pony, you name it. No matter where your kiddo falls, you could help up their gratitude game. I knew I could help Cole. I challenged him each day to pause and think of something to be grateful for before he said anything negative. He he struggled at first, but after two weeks, he was making progress. He also seemed genuinely happier, and the other kids were seeking him out to play more with him. He obviously was starting to make some changes in his brain 
that were helping him with his social emotional skills. But by the end of the year, Cole had totally retrained his brain and made huge changes in mindset, mood, and personality. He was much more confident in himself and his connection to others. It's amazing what a little gratitude can do. Gratitude is like a vitamin for creating happy, healthy, successful, peaceful, connected, kind kids. It helps our brains and our bodies. So how do you get the feeling of gratitude into your kids' brains and boost morale, peace, calm, and happiness in your home? Well, go grab a dose of gratitude that can help all of you. Grab Be Grateful, 21 gratitude-boosting activities for families over at therootoffamily.com and set yourselves up for success. Every kiddo who I've had try this, find some fun games, activities that naturally boost their brains and make them feel more connected to their families. I can't wait for you to try it. So head on over to therootoffamily.com and check out Be Grateful, 21 gratitude-boosting activities for families. Hi, Rooted Family Podcast listeners. I am so excited to have you with me today because you are going to love this guest. And I have to say, she and I, even though we have been social media buddies, um, and you're going to find out I creeped her for a while, uh, I had never met her face to face until today. And immediately I had that spark of she is a soul sister of mine. So you are going to love so much Tara Dish and all the things she has to share with us today. So wherever you are, just get ready to put in a little mindful awareness of this podcast coming through. And if you're joining us at 103.5 on the radio, thank you so much. And if you found us on Podbean or Stitcher or iTunes or even at the website. Thanks. Thanks so much. And what you can do is leave me a little comment. Let me know where you found me and subscribe to the podcast. That helps me so much to build this for everybody else. Um, Okay, so a little bit about our guest. She is from Live Well with Tara. She's an amazing entrepreneur who offers one-on-one personal mentorship and business coaching for women and moms who are ready to drop the guilt, let go of limiting beliefs, and the stories that they're telling themselves. We all have those. And to do some inner work to live a joyful and purpose-filled life. She hosts monthly health and fitness focused virtual boot camps for busy women and moms where she gives daily accountability, access to workouts, nutrition support, and a big focus on strengthening your inner you and mindfulness. So you can see how we sort of overlap in our in our missions just a bit. Um, she believes inner work sets the foundation for consistency in health habits that become daily rituals with purpose. She's a yoga teacher who's passionate about making mindfulness accessible to moms and their littles, a spiritual junkie, a wife, and a mom of two kiddos. If you count their rescue pup, three, she's a mom on a mission to be her happiest and healthiest self. And every day show that if she can do it, so can you. She's committed to keeping it real while leading women through an empowering journey to gain confidence in a life aligned with their soul's purpose. 
Most days you can find her in her yoga pants, comfortably sipping on cold coffee or a green smoothie, which makes me want to go to her house because I would love that. She's snuggled up with her rescue pup or hanging out with her family. You can visit her at livewellwithtara.com or you can find her on Instagram or Facebook, which is a, Facebook's actually where I first met her, at Tara Dish, and she shares her practical practical and mindful habits daily. And I must say on a very personal note, I think the reason I connected with her on social media um, or felt connected to her is because she keeps it really real. And she is, she shows her vulnerable side and sort of what, just what this life's journey is all about. So I want to have you um, get ready to enjoy wonderful Tara. We're going to be at a little real here maybe today, I think, and talk about what dreams and goals we have and what that looks like. And Tara, if you will start and just tell us a little bit about how you got started on your own journey. Did Was there something that helped you recognize this gift that you had or what part of your life sort of led you to where you are now? Yeah, that's like such a good question. But, no. <laughs> You're like, how much time do you have? <laughs> yeah, Four hours? Right, right. <laughs> no, uh, so honestly, for as long as I can remember, I wanted to, I wanted to work for myself. But as I got older and entered into the corporate world, I really didn't know how to make that happen for myself. But for as long as I can remember, all the way back, I've always been service-minded. I've always been serving others, whether it's volunteering through church or doing mission trips or things like that. So I've always been serving the community. And even as I entered into the corporate world, training, leading, managing was always part of, you know, underneath that umbrella of whatever title I had. And yeah. so I felt like I was always in that sort of service-minded um, place, yeah. no matter where I was in my life. And so... It was um, after I had my daughter, who is six now, um, I really had this deep desire to stay home and to be with her. And I thought, well, maybe there's something I can do on my own. I had climbed the corporate ladder because I thought that was really where I wanted to go. Yeah. Um, You become this highly successful professional, but that was not fulfilling. Yeah. Um, I mean, I loved my work and I loved what I did, but I knew that there was something more for me. And so when I had my daughter, really, it was sort of a turning point for me in my life. I, um, I, I had an older son who was five years older at the time. And so it was like starting over for me, yeah. and, which was really difficult. It was really hard. I had forgotten what being a mom to a newborn was like. And I'm sure a lot of moms out there can relate to this. I really lost myself. I lost who I was. I lost my opinions. I lost my voice. I really didn't know who I was anymore. Right. And I just had this feeling uh, like I felt really isolated and alone. And I just knew something needed to change. Yeah. And so I turned to fitness. Um, I'd always been active in my life and um, you know whether it was working out or doing yoga I was always active and so I turned to fitness and really this found this community that I really just vibed with and got really passionate about and got really consistent with a regular you know fitness routine and then I just started sharing what I was doing Yes. And people started reaching out to me. Which, that's how I first saw you. And <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, that's a great tip. And yeah. I started coming in. Yeah, so. Yeah, and so I started sharing my journey on social media and just connecting with other women. And I saw this need. You know, I saw where I was and I saw how fitness had really started to transform my life. And then 
Um, I started hosting online virtual boot camps, which were really more like health and fitness, less mind mindfulness focused and more health and fitness focused but that um, passion for fitness was sort of a catalyst for transformation for me and it led me to this really deep curiosity about um, doing the inner work and really shifting my energy which led me to um, an even deeper curiosity about my own spirituality and so I really dove in deep. And so over the course of the last six years, it's just been a completely, um, a complete transformational experience for me. And I've now I'm supporting women like one-on-one through my coaching and um, doing all kinds of rewarding work where I really support women and really living a life that's aligned, um, you know, with their soul and with their purpose. I'm I really passionate about that. I love that so much. And yeah, the cool thing was I got to sort of... in complete honesty like a creeper like Tara did not know that I was watching her on social media but I I did see I got to see that transformation I think when you started really aligning with who you saw I think that's when I was like oh I really identify like when you and because you are very open Mm -hmm. and vulnerable and you share a lot on your social media so I think that just opens for people to immediately feel connected to you but it's also rare. It's not right. everybody, you know, so often social media is the glossy photo of what it's real. supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. And you were showing up and saying, this happened to me today or here's how I'm feeling today. Right. And I think that's where I started to connect to you of like, oh, yeah. I'm yeah. always looking for those authentic <laughs> people who will yeah. say how it is. And so when you showed up in that, I was like, that is a girl I could hang out with yeah. and have a real conversation. Right. Um, right. I was just talking with a, awesome. with a group we were in the other night and we were all saying we've gotten to that point in our lives where we're standing around and making small talk when – not in a small talk setting. Like, you should right. know these people to go to the next level at least a little bit. Yeah. Um, and we're all just tired of yeah. standing around. And um, the men in the group were saying we're t- tired of just talking about sports. Right. right. And I think I feel that way, too, very often if if now I'm in a group. And it's fine if, if that's not where you are, but I'm searching for that. Right. And I think there are a lot of women out there like that. Yeah. It's just, it's hard because we, we put up these walls, right. To protect ourselves because what are people going to think of us? What if, you know, what if they're judging us or what if I'm really vulnerable and what if this person doesn't agree with me? I mean, there's, you open yourself up to so much. Right. And, um, but I think the important thing is, is that we have to lead the way and show that by being vulnerable and being our authentic self, that others can do that too and it really tells women that like your story matters there's someone out there who needs to hear what you've been through because they're going to resonate with it and it might be the exact message they need to power through the rest of their day yeah and so that's why I just feel like it's really important to use social media and all the resources that we have to reach those women who literally need like you are answering prayers when you are sharing and being vulnerable you are answering prayers for women who are out there feeling lost and isolated and don't know what next step to take. Yeah. Oh, I love how you said that. I think that's amazing. When I talk to people about, so I think you do this really well and I want you, here's where I'm like, I'm going to draw out her expertise. (laughs) When I talk about kindness, I talk about it in three levels. So there's self-kindness, your relationship kindness. So how you translate kindness amongst 
people you work with, right. people you interact with daily, and then global kindness, mm-hmm. how you feel like you give back to the greater good. Yeah. Um, but if one of those, if you focus and put all your energy into one but leave the other two, then there's an imbalance. Right. And I think we see that a lot with women in particular and moms, that that self-kindness mm-hmm. Gets put on the back burner when we're, especially when we're raising little kids for that relationship. So, but you seem to, um, and I know you work with women all the time, you seem to have found some self kindness, self acceptance. So tell us a little bit about how did you work on that? How did you grow in that? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, so I think what, what, turned me on to that was, you know, my, my passion for fitness. But then I realized that fitness was really just exterior. It was just on the outside. And that wasn't going to fulfill what I was seeking. I was seeking when I was lost. I was looking for something. I was really looking for myself, but I didn't know that at the time. And so I thought, well, oh, I'll just, you know, I'll get my body back and I'll bounce back and I'll look good. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I'll feel good. And, you know, I mean, working out makes you feel good. Right. Right. We know that. There's science behind that, yeah. but it doesn't change the stuff on the inside. Right. And so I realized that when I got this consistent practice of working out, that I wasn't feeling different on the inside. And yeah. so I knew that there was more work that I needed to do. Yeah. And that's when I really started diving into personal development and personal growth, reading books, listening to podcasts, finding community out there of women who didn't want to stand around and talk about the weather yeah. or complain about their kids yeah. or, you know, wanted to really talk about like who... Like, who am I, you know, like more than the titles that I carry or hold more than my job title, more than what I do and more than being a wife and a mom, like, who am I and who are you? I wanted to get to know women on that deep level. And so you dive into that inner work by just starting, you know, you just start somewhere, you find a podcast that resonates with you, you find a class or you find a book that, you know, maybe someone recommended and you just, you just start somewhere. And then that leads to, you know, getting deeper and deeper. Um, And then sharing what you're doing, because that opens up the conversation. And so that's really what I think kind of guided me to go deeper and really look inside yeah and I and I think that that's the where you have to open yourself up to be vulnerable a little bit because if your group that you're in has not bridged that Mm -hmm. chances are there's somebody in that group that is very is thinking the same thing but nobody's opened up to saying that yeah it's so true I think a lot of women are afraid to have these deep conversations because they think no one else is feeling the same. Right. But in reality, we really, there's so many of us out there. Yeah, it's just yeah. someone has to be willing to like take that first step. Right. But I mean, I think the other thing is, is that, you know, you have to, when you're doing this work, it is transformational. And I will be completely honest, like I've lost friendships. I've had to say no to a lot of different things, whether it be opportunities or people um, in my lives. And I've had to disconnect from certain people in my lives because it just wasn't aligned with who I truly was. Yeah. You know, um, prior to really knowing myself, I was saying yes to a lot of opportunities that really weren't aligned. um, And a lot of them were just out of fear and and really a lack mentality. Like, oh, well, if I don't say yes, another opportunity isn't going to come along or, you know, that kind of thinking. Yeah. Um, And so you really figure out who you want to spend your time with Mm -hmm. who fills you up right and like what and activities and experiences that um that do the same yeah yeah I think that that was a huge growth period for me too and I'm I'm not even I'm still growing yeah I call it branching out now right the rooted family (laughs) we're like you're either growing up or you're branching out I think I think I had a big growth spurt in learning that 
Um, but then it's a constant refinement of, and totally. being very mindful mm-hmm. of your choices, because right. if you have wired neurologically for that many years to be, cause I'm the same as you, yep. the, the fear and lack, say yes, say yes, say yes, or yep. fear of hurting somebody's feelings, right. say yes, say yes, say yes. Um, and now that you're intentional, some people don't like that you get real intentional about your time because right. you're not spreading yourself thin anymore. Right. You're not doing that surface thinness and you're getting intentional and going deep. Yeah. And I think that's so important. And I mean, I think it's okay to, like, it's okay not to be friends with everyone. Right. It's yes. okay not to be the life of the party. Like, it's okay right. not to be the popular one. Like, it's absolutely yeah. 100% okay and I encourage people like not to do that because that's who that's what we're taught right growing up like you want to be the popular one you want to sit with the popular girls at lunch like you know you want people to like you like and I'm a perfectionist and a people pleaser like Mm -hmm. by nature it's just who I am yeah and I've learned how to take those things and turn them into something really positive yes um but I think it's really you know it's kind of stepping back like this kindness to yourself which as moms we put on the back burner a lot of us um it's I feel like when you do this inner work and you're willing to step outside of your default thinking and kind of start expanding and opening yourself up to different thoughts and beliefs, because I mean, listen, we're, we are, are, some of the beliefs that we have aren't really even our own, right? It's like society's Mm -hmm. belief, or it's what our mom and dad told us when we were young or someone from, you know, just someone in our lives. And we just decided that we had to believe that. But when you do this work, you get really intentional about what you do believe. Right. And and that includes what you think about yourself. Yeah. What, about yourself, your life, others, family, relationships, money, all of it, you know, and you figure out what your truth really is. And that makes decision making so much easier. It makes it easier to say no to the things that aren't aligned. And it makes that mom guilt that some of us feel yes. when we do things for ourselves it makes the guilt go away because when you're feeling in alignment, when you're making decisions from your heart that are intuitively guided, Mm -hmm. there's nothing to feel guilty about. Right. So that, you know, it's like people ask all the time, like, how do you do this work? Or how do you, you know, how do you go to a yoga class? Or how do you do these things and not feel guilty? And it's just because I know, like, it, it, it just doesn't feel guilty because it's aligned with who I am. Right. And if I don't do these kinds of things then I'm not going to be able to live my purpose. And so for me, the choice is simple. You either do it or you don't. And if you don't, then it's not going to feel good. Right. Yeah. And then you can't, what's the saying that you got to fill your cup before you can pour into others. So then you're not being able to pour as much into others' cup. Yeah. And then I think what happens too is, you know, when we're not practicing self-care, when we're not putting our own needs first, like we don't, we cannot show up as the person who we really want to. And I mean, I'm sure when I say this, people will be like, oh my gosh, I totally do that too. But like I sometimes, if I, if I have not been consistent with my daily practices, my meditation, practicing yoga, just moving intuitively and getting outside, connecting with nature, I respond, I actually don't respond, I react to things in a really different way. And I actually like see myself, I see it happening. And I even sometimes say to myself, like, Tara, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing that? And it's like, you, you just get into this default mode of reacting to everything instead of responding from a really conscious place. Yes. So that's when I know I need to like get outside, take a walk, get my journal out, start writing some stuff down, or just spend some time sitting, you know, um, on my bed or on my yoga mat, like meditating, just getting back in touch with who I am. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think what I have learned through this momming thing is 
that stopping when you feel that that external per- your ego yeah. sort of kick in and sort of you're doing things and you're watching it from the outside like what I'm not that parent what's what going on right now <laughs> um but actually pausing mindfully pausing and saying you know what I got to take a break yeah. and then going and resetting yourself I think for so many of us parents, and I know because I've talked to so many parents who are like, oh my gosh, I never thought that I could just hit the pause button yeah. and go meditate or go read 10 pages of a book right. and take that emotional response, that stress response I was having mm-hmm. down several notches so I can get back to integrating into that one yeah. person I want That's to who be. who I really want to be. But what a gift that is to show your kids. Yeah. Because they're watching us. Right. And I don't want my kids, and I know you don't want your kids to grow up and be that in their relationships with other people. Right. Where they're not taking care of themselves, and they're putting all their efforts into somebody else without filling their own cup, too. Yeah, and I think, you know, this that is what perpetuates, like, the society that exists right now. Is if we don't teach our kids mindfulness practices, and if we don't practice them ourselves, then nothing ever changes. If we don't give kids who are the next generation, they are the future. If we don't give them the tools and the resources and practices that they need to be able to respond to things and manage their stress in a really healthy way. Because, listen, I mean, stress is life, right? right. Life is stress. Yeah. Like, as long as we are alive, there's going to be stress. And it, right. But it, it's all about how we approach stress. And... I mean, I think it's really important to going back to your point about taking that pause is that we always have a choice. And I think we forget that. Yeah. You know, we get caught up in the moment and we're just like, we go, go, go. And we're just in this default, like autopilot mode. And then we take a step back and we're like, oh my gosh, like I'm embarrassed about how I just acted. But we don't actually ever say that out loud. Right, right. right. Exactly. I think another thing that's really practical, because I know there are a lot of moms maybe listening who might be like, that sounds great. Yeah. But there's no way that I could go and take 10 minutes for myself. Like there's no way. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. It's like, even just pausing for 30 seconds and taking some deep breaths just sends your central nervous system a message that is like, I am safe, I'm okay. It takes away those stress, you know, hormones that are being produced when you're in that fight or flight state. And it brings your body down because you can't be reacting, um, you know, when you're in that calm state. And so it's like, even if you can just take 30 seconds, just walk in another room and just take some deep breaths, just filling up your belly, exhaling slowly and just doing that, it's going to immediately shift your energy and allow you to respond consciously and not, not from like this autopilot, like crazy person. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because it happens to all of us. Yeah, it does happen to all of us a hundred percent. Well, For those people that are now listening to us and they're like, yeah, okay, I'm listening and I feel that pull. I know you are launching something brand new. And there's probably a lot of women that are like, I want that space. I want that connection. Um, And maybe in their current Mm -hmm. social network, they want a safe space to go in and start this work. And I think what you're doing is creative. So tell us a little bit about this. Yeah. So this has been like a passion project of mine, like for so long. And I'm really excited to finally be bringing it to fruition and just bringing it to the world. Because like you said, I know there are women who are craving this and maybe don't even realize that this is what's missing in their lives. But as they're listening now, they're like, okay, I want more of this, you know? And so that's what this is for. It's, um, it's called my live well. Um, collective. It's an online virtual community. Um, it's like a monthly membership. Basically, will be a private 
group um, hosted off of social media, so you're away from all the distractions, yeah, right, nice. that exist. Um, and it is like a sisterhood, like a collective group of women who are interested in growth, personal development, spirituality, and really just living as their healthiest, happiest self, aligning with their highest level self, and really stepping into this inner work. And so as a member, you have access to all kinds of monthly goodies, which will be like um, things like downloadable worksheets or resources and practical tools that you can implement into your life, even recipes and little meal plans that I'll be sharing interviews, trainings, like bringing in other wellness experts from the community and like internationally and just um, giving you access to those um, on lots of different topics. But it's really just for women and moms who want to dive deeper into this work and want to go on this journey and dive in with a group of women supporting them who are on the same path. So I'm super excited to be launching it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I think that sounds amazing and such... A good. I love that you said off social media because yeah. I think that that is that is a catch. Once you get, even yeah. if you're going on for very benign things, right. it can be a rabbit hole that sinks you right down. And you want to be focused on this. If you, yep. especially if you're going to take the time to commit to do it, yeah, you want to get everything out of it and really focus on it. Yeah, and I think that's that's you know one of the key things is um, you know we just we get stuck in social media and all of a sudden you know, it's been like an hour. And just think about what we could have accomplished. I mean, I work with women all the time who tell me like, I don't have time. And, and then I think, well, let's just track how much time we spend on social media. Like, you know, and it's like staggering, you know, and we just don't even realize it. So taking it off of social media where you can really be focused and intentional. And I think being really intentional about how we spend our time when it comes to personal growth is really important. Yeah. 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 And I just want to provide like a really safe and supportive space to bring like curiosity, you know, and vulnerability for women to share and to be real and to step into this space and not feel like they're going to be judged or what people are going to think about them. Like, because we are all in this together and we are stronger together when we support one another, we can lift each other up. And it also provides us with this feeling of like, I'm not alone. I don't have to go through this on my own. There's other women who are feeling and experiencing the exact same thing that I am. Yeah. So we're really not all that different. Yeah, and there's something to be said about joining a group and everybody growing together at the yeah. same time. Like, that's the intention right? is to do this growth work. So you're so the expectation level, it's nice to walk into a group where you have the same expectation level and not walk into a group and somebody ex- is expecting something else from the group. Right. So I think that that is also such a great community to join because you have like-minded people right. moving towards the same goal, Yeah, which helps you move faster. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I think when you're seeing other women make progress and transform, it's encouraging and it's really empowering. And that's the kind of environment that I want to create. It's so easy to get on social media and compare and judge and say, well, oh, like, well, I'm just going to do what she's doing because it's working for her. And look, she looks like she has all of her stuff together and her life is great. And then you try all these things and they don't work. And then you start saying like, well, what's wrong with me? Why isn't this working? And then we go down this Uh self-doubt rabbit hole, right? And then we're like, well, I'm just not even going to try, you know? And so this is like a place where you know, other transformations are empowering. It should be inspiring and not where we look at another woman who is making progress and saying like, oh, well, why am I not there? It's like, well, if she can, I can. Right. That's the kind of mentality that I want to foster. 
love that so much. Well, tell I will link all of Tara's information in the show notes so you can find it there. So you will know how to find her from the Rooted Family. Mm-hmm. But real quick, tell us how we find you. If they're going to go to your website, where can we find you? Yeah, you can visit my website. It is livewellwithtara.com. And I'm on Instagram and Facebook. I share posts daily on my stories and posting just practical tidbits and mindfulness and my vulnerable you know, life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every day. And my um, Instagram is at Tara Dish and same, it's the same on Facebook. Oh, awesome. And I will say, um, for those of you who might be thinking about going to creep Tara, <laughs> I creeped her and then asked her to be on the podcast and she showed up uh. today. So the good news is, is she takes no offense if you want to no. go and deep dive and check out all of her information. She has so many valuable resources just by going and checking out what she has online. It's amazing all the things she has. So Tara, thank you so much for being on with us today. And you guys, if you do one thing today, do a click and go find out more about Tara and what she does and the light she's putting into the world. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. This has been really fun. Thank you. Awesome. Have a good day, everybody.